0: Yeah, I'm so happy to be with you. Um, I, I thank God for our partnership in the gospel. Um, so, my name is Sean Brideseth. I lead one of the congregations in Oxygen Life back in Port Elizabeth. Right they ah, call it. are uh, all practicing that one. It's so happy to be with you, man. I uh, love you guys. i um, been spending time with your, your fellowship and just uh, absolutely beautiful guy. I know. I can feel it. you a wonderful congregation. Um, my goal tonight would be that our hearts would be set on fire yes. for the Lord, for yes. uh, just that our love for God will be stirred, that we will be stirred up in the truth of God. And um, uh, I want to send greetings from Brad and Ange who lead Oxford Life Church. I know they would love to be here. Uh, we're going to be in Wellington this week. And I want to send greetings from our wife, Sammy. She's at home with our three kiddies. Uh, we've got a seven-year-old, a five, uh, two-year-old, and a, and a five-month-old. You know, I have to often remind the congregation that I am married. She's just in the mom's room. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know the feeling, yeah. yeah. <laughs> just think about God has been worshipped today so far. Just think of around our country and around the world. How has God been worshipped today? Uh, I think... Uh, I'm sure someone somewhere has got up and said to the congregation, How are you feeling? And uh, if anyone ever does that, you should scream back at them and say, It doesn't matter.
1: <laughs> <laughs> someone
0: with Paul and Silas in the Philippines, how are you guys feeling? How are you feeling tonight? It doesn't matter. And I was going, How are you feeling? Or, Do you like what we're doing? Um, sure. And uh, I think uh, sometimes, even in. Um, you, even back home, some of our guys have sometimes said, let's worship God, let's hear what God wants to say to us. No, that's okay. But I kind of think well, it's actually about what we want to say to him. Mm-hmm. Uh, he speaks to us sorts well, of mercy beyond mercy, but actually we want to say something to the Lord. We want to pour out our praise on him. Um, uh, You'll you get contexts context where people are worshiping, We're talking about this morning, where the pastor will get up and do this like jig in front of the whole congregation, that's you know, wonderful. You like oh you allowed to watch this? Do you worship? What are you supposed to be doing? That will be like, we'll see, Queenstown. We'll go in there in the Eastern Cape, and they'll be doing that. Um, I've uh, we used to sing a song in Oxygen. Uh, the, the the chorus was, um, I'm free to run, I'm free to dance. hear that song. <laughs> I am free to run, and it just gave me no room. <laughs> It's like, who we'll the ground. Are you running? You know, we are singing that. And we all kind of had to run on the spot. We're to dance we're going to find some other move to do. I loved it because we had no excuse. So you're going to either sing it or don't. But um, that song, I love songs like that, but lifting your hands, you kind of have to do it. Um, what I know is this that many times in, in the Lord's church, we, we don't worship Him in the right way. Um, many times you might have felt this. Maybe you get to the end of a time of worship and you feel, oh, I missed it there. Uh, maybe your mind was on a thousand different things. Or you, you really do want to worship God and you, you, you just find your attention or whatever it is, when you're caught up in what other people are doing or you're caught up in, in uh, should we be doing it like this or how's that going or what's happening there? Um, I think when we don't worship God in a right way, all that's happened is we've misunderstood the gospel. We've forgotten it. And I think our lives are a process of remembering and remembering the gospel again and again and again. Mm. We forget so easily. It's amazing to think that when, you know, God warned the Israelites, if you read Deuteronomy, he said, when you come into the land you're going to possess, do not forget that I brought you in. And they were like, "Mm, we'll never forget. Like, how could we ever? And they forgot straight away. And God is just said, he said, you're going to forget, and I'm going to cleanse you. I'm going to do this and that. God's people would go through processes of forgetting and then remembering, forgetting, remembering. I think we're honestly doing that for our whole lives. And so when I find out, I, I know no one here feels like this, but you find you don't really want to worship God. I don't know, things have been so great or I'm not feeling too good about myself. Or you're feeling like you're singing words like nothing here is hidden, and you're like, I don't even know what's in here. Never mind whether it's hidden. I'm like, I'm like a hot mess. And uh, you kind of have to go, but I think I've, I'm forgetting the gospel here. I'm forgetting what's going on here. I'm being like Israel. Right? I'm, I'm kind of in the land and I'm forgetting God. And I'm forgetting who he is. And I'm forgetting what he's done. What I'd like to do tonight, uh, I don't know how many people this will be. Uh, Particularly pertinent for, but I want to just provoke in us again a sense of perspective. I think we're fighting for perspective all our lives actually. Godly perspective, the truth. It's like the truth is just, it's open season on the truth, man. And we've got to continually, I I don't know about you, but I find myself every day, you've got to bring yourself back to the reality of God, the highest reality. People talk about the spiritual world as if it's an escape from reality, when in fact it's the highest reality. And I've got to escape into the highest reality. I've got to go towards the highest truth. I I actually want to speak about a perspective tonight about our own credentials. I want to speak about us. You might throw anything at me yet. I want to speak about us a little bit. And what it means to be us. And how actually, how sinful we are. (laughs) Great, I bet you're glad you're coming.
1: (laughs) Uh, Not
0: in a way that that sends us to low self-esteem. That's ungodly. We mustn't go to low self-esteem. But that gives us a correct thinking. Because there's no way to enter into God's joy without first entering through the corridor of our own sinfulness. And what it means and if we're going to... I've sometimes heard people say, come let's just celebrate God. Is it? I think, but do we know why we're celebrating God? Mm. We're celebrating Him because we were dead. And I said, we had nothing. There's nothing we could do. How does stir us up in that way? Um, I was at a wedding recently, uh, preaching at a wedding. and uh, Usually it's people from the church, uh, from Oxygen Life, and, and it's quite straightforward. And you know kind of everyone there, and you know the context. This one was a couple that had just come in and they were really, really, with uh, with respect to them and, and I think I would say this if, I, if they were here, they came from a background that was really broken and as a result, the people who had their wedding was, were their sort of old friendship groups and you could just feel. I got up to preach and I could feel. Everyone was like, yes, <laughs> Christian pastor, what are you going to say? <laughs> what do you got for us? And I um, they were checking me out, man. And uh, <laughs> I, I remember saying what I said every wedding. I, I, I said, you, You're a preacher, you share about the Lord, you're warranted, about the couple. And I said, If you want to speak to me afterwards, I will be available for you. And I will wait around afterwards. I'll stand here. If you want to speak to me about the Lord, um, you are welcome to come to me, and I'll speak to you about God. And I always say it. You can stand around and. You know, speak to me. Uh, and this girl came to me, this beautifully young girl, and she said, I'd like to speak to you. I said, okay, uh, wonderful. <laughs> well, praise God. Okay, well, what do you want to talk about? She said, I want to know more about what you're talking about. I, I don't understand. And I feel like I'm, I'm sort of wanting to understand about God, but I don't. And it turned out she was living a lifestyle that she'd have to give up if she wanted to serve God. She she could come to Jesus right then and there and repent, and he would receive her, but she'd have to ultimately give up what she was doing, because it's sinful in God's eyes. Um, but, but I said, can I explain the gospel to you? Is that okay? This is what, how I try and speak to people who don't know the Lord. Would you mind if I explained the gospel to you? Do you feel like you understand it? And she said, no, I don't think I do. I said, okay. And uh, I went, where would you start if you were explaining the gospel to someone? Where do you start? And I said this to her, we have a problem. And we can't fix it
1: no.
0: uh, the gospel doesn't start with god loves you the gospel doesn't it actually starts with us and it starts with the fact that there's something in us that we have we have no way of fixing and there's nothing we can do about it but god says I, i've got an answer and i talked her through it and uh she wasn't ready yet to uh, surrender her life to jesus but we prayed, after she came and prayed for her and Again, as I walked away, and actually, then someone who her romantic partner came to me afterwards, separate to her, wanted to talk as well. And uh, I remember thinking, there's no way we can enter the kingdom of God without realizing we have a problem. And unfortunately, there's the thing we run past, yeah. it's the thing we skip because we're like, well, we don't talk about that. That's not going get a good response. And we've actually got to. I don't think when we get born again, we can leave that too quickly. I think we've got to, actually in the Lord's presence, almost every time we come to God, I had a problem I couldn't fix. I had a problem I could do nothing about. And God, look what he did. This is how we come to go. This is the perspective. It's like, like honestly, when we worship God up, uh, if I see someone jumping up and down, like we all jump, a little pogo, you know. <laughs> <laughs> worshiping God, yeah. Good, don't question it. You can do that and your mind can do it a thousand things, honestly. You can do that and you can be somewhere else completely. You can be sitting in your seat like this and like, I don't know, not even don't care that they're here. You can be worshipping God deeply. It's not necessarily about that. But, but that true worship to God. It flows out of that perspective. Yeah, it's like the person who revisits again and again. Remember that, what he said to the, the guys who came out of Egypt? You write these things down. You he made them put them on their foreheads. A called a phylactery! That's, I don't know what the Afrikaans phylacter,
1: Took
0: a guess. <laughs> <laughs> was that a spare word? What's <laughs> <laughs> <You say. laughs> <laughs> yeah, that? It was my Go home, go home. <laughs> they made them tied the, uh, up and in, in, write it down, tied up and, and put it on their foreheads. And they did other ones on their wrists. I mean, on your forehead. You'll never forget it. Oh, you not you around your something. What on earth was that? Oh, yes. God <laughs> led me out of Egypt. God led us out of Egypt. Kids, what on earth is that on your head, Dad? Oh, God led us out of Egypt. <laughs> We were saved, actually, by the blood of the Lamb on Passover. We hid behind it. We were saved. He we rescued us. And uh, we've got to come back to these things. This is the gospel. But this is the perspective. And, and, and we're suffering today, actually. We're suffering in our nation because, by and large, we have a default status of Christianity. We've got a default setting. I'm not a Hindu, I'm not a Muslim. I must be a Christian, I suppose. That's how we treat this. Thing.
1: Yeah.
0: But the problem is... What we do then is we come to God, and we've kind of got this thing of, well, God, you should just be grateful that I'm here. You should be happy I'm on your team. Mm -hmm. And uh, and actually, what we need to do is say, God, mercy upon mercy.
1: Yeah.
0: We we get all impressed by the person who killed twenty thousand people and, and then got born again. Like, wow, what a testimony. I don't know, the fact that anybody even wants to serve God in this place is a testimony beyond testimony. If anybody here even wants to, who wants to live for Jesus, it's an unspeakable miracle. God, to think of what that meant. We were rebellious from our core. Not one of us. And so how oh, I was headed to God, he just helped me along the way. And he just, he gave me a little push, and then, I, and then I, you know, I really embraced No, no, we're headed the other way. We're going the other way. God always calls a person from behind. Come this way. You're heading to hell. And uh, we've got to drink this in, I think. To drink it in. It's the only way. I want to open the scripture tonight. I want to open in Romans chapter 1. and verse 16 to 17, I want to read it. And if you know your Bible, you'll go, oh, he's going to talk about not being ashamed of the gospel. Uh, And that's what he starts with. But that's not actually... We know it by that, by that phrase, but there's actually more. Romans 1 and verse 16, we put it up on the, on the screen, I'm reading for the NIV. Um, Romans 1 verse 16 and uh, 17. Okay, so here, here Paul goes, he says, For I am not ashamed of the gospel, he says, because it is the power of God that brings salvation to everyone who believes, first to the Jew, then to the Gentile. For in the gospel, the righteousness of God is revealed. A righteousness that is by faith from first to last. Just as it is written, the righteous will live by faith. Now what I'm interested in, verse 17, when he says a righteousness of God is revealed. And we skip over that first, and you think, oh, of course, I've read that a thousand times. Martin Luther, 500 years ago, Martin Luther was sitting in an upper room, and he was reading that passage. And he read it, and he said, the righteousness is from God. It's not from us. And you see the church of the Middle Ages said to him, you, yeah, yeah, God reaches out to your grace, but you've got to reach back to him like this. You know, buy this little piece of splinter of the original cross. Do this, pay this money and, and your your relatives will be set free from purgatory. And they would do stuff like that. And he read it and he said, No, 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 the righteousness comes entirely from God. Amen. God reached out all the way. We didn't we were sitting there, We're not even sitting there. Yeah. We were lying there, dead. And God reached out the entire way and Martin Luther reads this 500 years ago and here we are I yes.
1: was in the Catholic
0: Church because I said well we've got to be done with that we've got to be done with these little trinkets and these little, these little things that are telling us by our own little righteousness we can get to God I want to be impressed with ourselves no, 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 no. he came the entire way it's fine to read that but when that thing sets your heart on fire oh my goodness God, I was dead in my sin. i always said, I was buried in my shrine. And we're like, that's fine. We just sing it. We're like, oh, you called my name. Yeah, wasn't that great? Okay, well, I said, think about it. That's <laughs> all too fast. Tell me about it. Think about it. Think about God reaching out all the way. That's the gospel. The God, you know, if even a part of us thinks, yes but you know i believe we have to cooperate with him i believe it but if there's something in me that goes yes but i reached out to the bible says we were dead and he made us alive Amen. The bible says we did nothing Amen. we did nothing he reached out to us and we honestly were just objects of his salvation he intercepted us yeah. people say God and Bible says God does throw people into hell there's this thing today how could a loving God send people no 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 he tries to stop us going to hell he tries to stop us we are headed there ourselves and he tries to step in the way he said, no I don't want you to go there that's the gospel the righteousness is from God all the way not a part of it from us Romans 1 16 and 17 And then Paul he needs to drive this home and he's st- I know you all know Romans. I think it's one of the most stunning pieces of writing from the ancient world. That we have. It's actually the longest document we've got from antiquity. And this thing's written in a sprawling letter. But he, he, he gets to a point in Romans 3. And it's Romans 3 verse 10. And he's got to drill this thing. He cannot leave it because this church in Rome has got a problem. They've got problems. And uh, you do know, it. And he got problems. And he and he's not gonna leave them. He's gotta pin this thing to the ground. And he Paul assembles a little mixtape of our greatest hits. Paul puts together a little compilation of the greatest things that we are capable of. And it is ugly. It is ugly. And he cobbles together pieces. I think it's psalms. I think there's an Isaiah in there. And he puts them together. And he makes this kind of one long sentence. And it's Romans chapter 3, verse 10. And he says this. Um, As it is written, there is no one righteous, not even one. Not even one. Sure. There is no one who understands. There is no one who seeks God. Yes. Have you ever spoken about someone and said, I think they're really seeking God. I was saying, there's no one who's doing that. In fact, we're actually running from God. We're trying to get something but we're actually running away from Him. What we don't want is the God of the Bible. No one. All have turned away, verse 12. They have together become worthless. Awesome. Let's have some coffee. Now, thanks for coming. Uh, there is. <laughs> There is no one who does good, not even one. Their throats are open graves. Their tongues practice deceit. The poison of vipers is on their lips. Their mouths are full of cursing and bitterness. Their feet are swift to shed blood. Ruin and misery mark their ways in the way of peace they do not know. There is no fear of God before their eyes. I put the scripture up to a group of young people. It was a city-wide thing. It wasn't Oxygen Life Guys only, but it was in our building. And I put that up, and I I was sort of reading it off there, and I looked at them and said, have you ever read this? And almost to a man, they went, "Uh -uh." (laughs) uh-uh. And I was like, good, 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 good. Okay, well, same book as Roman 8. uh, There's no (laughs) foundation. It's the same one. (laughs) Do you know what I think our problem is sometimes? We don't believe it. We don't actually believe it. There's this thing that's in us. I can believe that about some people. And the church, you sometimes have to reckon with this with other people's lives. A guy named Jeffrey Dahmer, early 90s, got born again. was a serial killer in America. He was d I won't even um, I went to defile this place by saying what he did, some of the things he did. He got born again in prison, but he actually did. He asked to be baptized. And he got killed in prison by his inmates. He was a proper born-again Christian. The church had to reckon with this. What does this mean? Is this true? And, and we all kind of do that, you, you know, it doesn't matter. We're all like this. Yeah. We're all dead in us. And, and it takes sometimes Romans 3. And, and the problem is we really actually don't want to believe it. You don't know me, you know. Uh, Stenow, I love Stenobosch. It's, it's the most beautiful town I've ever seen. Amen. Um, <laughs> and I, I just think everything's so perfect. here. And, and the people are good looking. <laughs> 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 yes. P.E. Everyone's like, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, the wind <laughs> Just do it. <laughs> <laughs> and we kind of even in this place, think of the ugliness of sin, think of the, depra- the depravity of sin oh, God, you've got to show us this, do you know why, this is what I'm getting at not just to have some session of like, beat ourselves up, no no it's in the context of the cross of Christ sure, if we don't know there's gravity outside of Jesus. And we can know it. We can, we can have been in sadness. We grow up hearing it. And I'm telling you, it's got to be made new again and again by the Spirit. How does a person continually come before God and, and worship Him and, and praise Him day in, day out? As that person revisits again and again, I was dead in my sin. God, I was an enemy. The Bible never describes us as innocent bystanders. The Bible never describes us as neutral occupants of planet Earth. And God just comes in, well, I'll save you guys, I guess. God describes us as enemies. Yeah. Enemies. We don't think of it that way. It actually is a problem for us. Uh, I know God doesn't like our sin. No, enemies. no I know, I know God you know, thinks we're No, no, enemies. Every one of us. Not a one of us can say oh, I wasn't the enemy of God. I was kind of halfway there. <laughs> On a prayer. I was halfway there. Fudgement, <laughs> sorry. it's am too old for you. We've got to drink this in. We've got to drink it in. Take it in again and again. Not to keep us in a place of cowering before God. No, 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 no. Because the gospel's changed that. But if we forget that context, we're mm. done. Mm. We're done. You show me a person who comes into the presence of God and, and God's being worshipped and thinks, well, we'll see. I'll show you a person who doesn't understand the gospel. Yeah. The gospel. And I can tell you that's me many times. I promise you. If I'm not careful, you can go to bed going, praise God, give me the hill country. I, by the grace of God I live and wake up in the morning going, oh, is it all real? It's, you can do that. You can honestly do that. Father says to be careful of the deceitfulness of sin. Be careful. And so God wants to make it alive again. Yeah. And then he says this. He actually, I'll actually carry on in Romans 3. After verse 18, he says this. I love it. From verse 19. He says, now we know that whatever the law says, it says to those who are under the law, so that every mouth may be silenced, and the whole, so that, and the whole world held accountable to God. Therefore, no one will be declared righteous in God's sight by the works of the law. Rather, through the law, we become conscious of our sin. I, on the way to Port Alfred from Port Elizabeth, there's a farmer, God bless him, who's literally stuck up the 10 Commandments. I don't know if anyone's ever seen that. We have seen that. He's stuck up the 10 Commandments like hundreds of meters apart, and you, you're kind of just driving, like <laughs> eating your pie, and you're like, <laughs> you have no other guys before me, and you're like, whoa! And, he, uh, and I used to think, I used to think, you shouldn't do that, Brew. Like, that's weird. And then I realized, so the only way you can be born again is to see that. Through the law we become conscious of sin. It's the only way. The only way you can get born again is to see that and go, oh my goodness. Have no other gods before me. What on earth does that mean? What am I doing? And you've got to see that. So Paul says, by the law we become conscious of sin. But then he says this, verse 21. But now, apart from the law, the righteousness of God has been made known. To which the law and the prophets, again, the righteousness of God. The righteousness of God has been made known. Mm. Not the righteousness of Leonard. Not the righteousness of Henry. The righteousness of God has been made known. (laughs) To which the law and the prophets testify. This righteousness is given through faith in Jesus Christ. Given. It's given. The Bible says there's no other name on heaven Given to mankind by which we must be saved. Given. Have you come to God? Worshiping you, God. It was given to me. Oh God who was boast? No, no, where was I? (laughs) I'm getting too excited. Given through faith in Jesus Christ to all who believe, there is no difference between Jew and Gentile. For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Verse 24. And all are justified freely by His grace through the redemption that came by Christ Jesus. God presented Christ as a sacrifice of atonement through the shedding of His blood to be rescued by faith. Sorry, to be received by faith. He did this to demonstrate his righteousness. Because in his forbearance, he had left the sins committed before a hand unpunished. He did it to demonstrate his righteousness at the present time. So as to be just. And the one who justifies those who have faith in Jesus. I will point you to the amount of he's in those verses. Look at how many times it says he. From about Verse 25. God presented Christ as a sacrifice of through the shedding of his blood to receive to be received by faith. He did this to demonstrate his righteousness. Because in his forbearance, he had left the sins committed before and unpunished. He did it to demonstrate his righteousness at the present time, so as to be just and the one who justifies those who have faith in Jesus. It's him. It's him, it's him, it's him, it's him. It's him. And this is our safeguard. Because we've got a habit of getting arrogant with this time. Yeah. Oh, our generation. It's not just ours, it's every generation. What we like to do is invert the entire thing. And we might start maybe in the right way. It's worse if we don't start in the right way. We might start maybe if we're on the right footing. Oh, God. Remember, remember Jesus said to the church in Ephesus, return to your first love. And it's like your first love, he's talking, it's all about you. Everything came from you. I could conjure up nothing in myself. And you have that revelation. You walk around stunned. You're like, how did God do this? God, I praise your name. And over time, he's going, I think I'm doing pretty well.
1: I think I'm actually doing right and
0: then you start looking your brother and sister and going, oh, i not a mess like that oh, goodness me mm-hmm. that person, like I am just glad I got them to look at like I feel horrible about myself and you start playing this little game mm-hmm. I start playing this game and our oh, hearts get hardened mm-hmm. I don't bring this because I think anybody here is doing that I just know we're all people <laughs> we're all people man and we do this and it ends it ends with, with the Spirit of God moving and God being glorified. And we're just going, yeah, oh, that's cool. That's great. And next thing, people around us are, are just crying out to God. They're so excited God's changing lives. We start going, well, we'll see. Give them some time We'll sit down. Yeah, sure. I'm sure will figure out how hard this actually is. <laughs> <laughs> In a sense, we grow old. You don't have to be physically old to be that. But if we grow old in this, we're not careful. Yeah. And and you know, God, and, and if I can put it like this, I think it was uh, G.K. Chesterton said, we've grown, we have sinned and grown old and our father is younger than we are.
1: Yeah.
0: And, and that's not a, a literal statement. What he means is God is eternally joyful.
1: with mm-hmm.
0: exuberance for salvation. Mm-hmm. He's eternally joyful. Mm. And we sin and grow old And our hearts get hard. And we think to ourselves, oh, I can't be blasé about it. We've got to come back, think about the cross. Think about Jesus. Thinking on Easter, the mystery of the cross. Think about everything going wrong in a garden, the Garden of Eden. Think about everything going wrong when a person rebelled against God. And think about Jesus going back to a garden. And he does it the right way. Mm. And in the garden, man says, No, not your will but mine, Adam. Another garden, Jesus says, not my will, but yours. And he sets it right. And he changes it. Think of Jesus on the cross. Think of the miracle of Jesus. Everything being placed on him. Just think of the sins in this room. Think of those of us who are older. I count myself in that group, unfortunately. Think of those of us who are older here who had more time to sin. Think of just the sins in one person's life against God, and think of Jesus carrying those sins. Think of the Father blaming Jesus. He didn't wink and nudge, he didn't say, well, we both know he didn't actually do it, it's okay. He blamed him. The Bible says, he who knew no sin became sin for us. He became sin. He said, Father, why have you forsaken me? My God, why have you forsaken me? Angels were with Jesus throughout his whole life in ministry. He's in the desert. The devil's tempting. Angels come and attend. The cross, they're all gone. Gone. The Father's gone. He turns his back on Jesus. And Jesus not just being clever, quoting Psalm, or Psalm 20. I remember Psalm 22. My God, my God, why are you forsaking He's not been clever. He meant it. God forsook him. He answered the cross. And uh, think of that man next to him who was cursing him actually with his friend and then he said, what are we doing? He says, please remember me. Jesus says, you'll be with me today. He forgives him. Everything gets made right. Think of Jesus saying that word, teckelista. I'm sure someone's told you about that word, what it meant. He says, it is finished. In those days, if you did a transaction, a big transaction, the debt had been paid and you no longer had to pay anything, you would stamp it there. Right on there, teckelista, finish You've paid it yeah. now, it's done. Think of him breathing his license. Head is finished. Take it rest. It's finished. Sure. The earth yes. is, is so repulsive, it's the sky goes black. The curtain gets torn right around the middle. Think of the miracle the Son of God paying for the Son of the world. Yeah. Oh, what a miracle. Yep. We must never grow old in this. We must never become hardened. We must never look at it and think, well, God had to do that. He did not have to do anything. God could have cast us all into hell, and not one of us could have complained to Him. People get so upset that God in the Old Testament took out nations. The question is, why did He let anyone live? Why did God let anyone live? It's a mercy beyond mercy. You've got to drink this in, wallow in it, take it into the marrow of your bones. God, remember what Paul says, God came to save sinners of whom I am the worst. Be very careful of people who say, you are no longer a sinner, you are the righteousness of God. Be careful of that. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Paul said, I am the worst. Now your status before God is not a sinner, it's it's in Christ you are are made right with God. But we must always remember that we we are fallen beings. God has saved us, He has seated us in the heavenly place of Christ. But we can go wrong with it. Yeah. Paul goes, I'm the worst. He, and he keeps himself there. He goes, but for your grace and your mercy. I pray we would, across 412, in, in Josh Chan, in this congregation, we would be a people who come to the Lord, mm. always ready to worship him. Yeah. Always ready. Always ready to say, oh, you know, like, like I said, how are you feeling? Well, who cares how I'm feeling? Does it matter? Of course not. I worship you, God. Yes, I want to feel things. Of course I do. I can't live my life without feeling me. I'll die. I want to feel stuff. But it doesn't matter. It's the truth. God, it's true. All of it's true, and we worship you. Yeah. The, let me end with one scripture. It's Colossians chapter 2, and I'll end here. It's Colossians chapter 2, and I love this. And I just want to uh, just lift up Jesus in our thinking as I read this. Colossians 2 and verse 13. And the devil, from the moment Adam and Eve sinned, God's prophecy, excuse me, God said to him, the woman's offspring will destroy you." And so the devil tried to kill whoever he thought was the woman's offspring right until the cross. That's why he incited Cain to kill Abel. He incited Herod to kill the children. He incited Pharaoh to kill the the little babies of the the Hebrews in Egypt. And when it came to Jesus, imagine that moment where the devil thought, I've killed him finally. It was him. And I killed him. But Jesus was making a public spectacle. Yeah. Jesus yeah. was disgracing him. Yeah. He thought, I've disgraced Jesus. And I've disgraced the name of God. And I will have the worship that he demands. And Jesus was disgracing him. Yeah. God, we worship you. Yeah. I don't know where I want to go with this thing I just want to worship God. Why do we worship you, God. Yeah. What can we say that we praise your name, Lord? Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah.
0: You have disgraced the enemy. Yeah, yeah. You have overturned these things. Lord, how could we ever live with a hardness of heart where we think that these things just should have happened and it was just the way that things should have actually gone? Lord, we worship you for what you've brought about. We worship you for bringing about salvation, for bringing about a a life from the dead that not one of us even asked for, Lord. Not one of us even asked for this, but you sent your Son. Jesus, we praise you for being obedient to your Father. We praise you for listening to your Father and saying, I will go to the cross. And even though you were afraid, you gave your life. Thank you, thank you, thank you. God, we thank you that you've worked everything according to your counsel. Everything the way you want it to be. And here we sit. Here we are, Lord. We're yours. Here we are, God. We are the fruit yes. of the sacrifice of Jesus. Oh, and we're not getting everything right. We're a bit of a mess. Oh, yes. But here we are, Lord. Yes. Here we are, and we worship you, God. Yes. We will praise you until the day we die. We will honor you. And when we get this thing wrong, we'll get it right. When we get it wrong, we'll bring ourselves in line. And we'll say, "Soul, remember God. Yes. Remember the price. Remember. Lord, we remember you even tonight. We praise your name. What else is left for us, Lord? We want to just give our lives to praising your name. In season and out of season. Good times, bad times, tough times. We don't know which way is up. It doesn't matter. We're going to praise you, Lord. We're going to worship you, God. It's what you deserve. Oh, worthy Lord. Worthy God. Uh, Worthy Lord. Lord, teach us. (coughs) Teach us how to access perspective. I pray stir our hearts Lord yes. in this place of, of, uh, of praying I just want to ask one question and, and I'm going to ask this because we need to use these opportunities yeah. Yeah. and we live in a country where people, you know what we think we think God has grandchildren he doesn't, he only has children Not one of us be- enters the kingdom through our parents Not one of us becomes a child of, a grandchild of God because our parents are children of God now one of us can say by default, by osmosis, we entered the kingdom, because while I was associated with a bunch of Christians, it doesn't matter, whilst every knee must bow, and so we must call on the Lord. And I find today in our generation it's hard to actually describe this thing, because we're so confused about it, yeah. but here's what we need to know. If we don't have the witness of the Spirit, and if we are living a life consistently and repeatedly that goes against God's holiness, we must ask the question, am I even in Christ? We're mm. not saying this to wobble people or make you feel... We mustn't, be, we mustn't be confusing each other, but we also mustn't be presumptive with God. I want to say to you, you might be among us, and, and uh, you might never have been born again. You might never have confessed and, and repented and given, given yourself and said, Lord, take me, heal me, forgive me. Or you might have walked so far away from God, that you don't actually know where you stand. I was like that. Yeah. I lived in I actually gave myself to sin as a Christian. And if I carried on, I don't know where I would have been. Mm. Praise God, He woke me up one night. He showed me. I want to give you that opportunity. I'm not asking for people who've had a bad day or who feel like mm. I'm just struggling a bit. I'm not asking for that. I'm saying if you know, even now, you know, I have not surrendered my life to Jesus. I need the forgiveness of sin. I want to ask you to... I'm going to pray once more. I'm going to ask you to respond by raising your hand. If there's no one like that, that's okay. And we're all on the same page here. But there might be someone in pray. Yeah. What if there's anyone like that in this meeting? We know that your greatest desire is that people would be saved. Yeah. We know that you've come to seek and save the lost. And not mm-hmm. to. But Jesus, you didn't come to condemn, you came to save. And while this grace is available, while it is the moment, we don't want to miss it, Lord. Lord, if there's anyone here, I don't want to confuse anyone, but if there's anyone here who is actually not in Christ or has run away from you to the extent that they've hardened their heart and they actually feel like they don't know where they stand with you, and they no longer have a witness of the Spirit, Lord, will you show them now? We can't show them what you have to. Yeah. Pray that you'll show them. And I'm going to ask if there's anyone like that, if you'll respond by raising your hand, and if you do, we'll pray with you. Yeah. But you're going to need to raise your hand. you need to show them so that I can see as I said if there's no one like that we'll uh, just move on to the end of the meeting but if there is I'm going to ask you to respond is there anyone like that I'll give you one more moment ok I can see a hand there that's great thanks uh, if you wouldn't i just keep your hand there so we can just pray with you And yeah, I can just have someone go and pray with you in a moment wonderful oh, is anyone else like that anyone like that ok I'll give you one more moment. Well, wonderful wonderful to see your response and- and, uh, for God to to come and we um, yeah. yeah, praise God. And hand over to Lynn just to uh to Yen just mm-hmm. to be in the meeting here.